This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Yes, we are back and we are live. Welcome to Pulse 95 Radio with your boy Omar Duri, the halftime show. What an hour we have in store for you today. Right, shout out to everyone who's tuning on the Instagram live. We've got Ala, Bushra, Mustafa, of course, telling me I'm ready for the tunes, bro. Let's do this. Shayma, Ahmad, Sarah, Mahzouza, Arjun, Fatima, Maria, Amna, Jalatia as well, Florin, Masoud. Condado, oh my god, we're gonna have a great hour here on the show, right? Okay, so fat loss can be one of the most challenging things to do. People struggle on a daily basis to hit their personal goals. Me, I'm one of those people, and I'm gonna be discussing that on the show today how I lost 10 kgs in 10 weeks with the help of a few friends, the loss of my ego, and also. Learning to trust people again. Here's how I did it. Uh, We're going to be talking about that on the show today. The second segment is, should athletes necessarily watch the sport they play and will it help their performances? Or is it good just to disconnect from everything? In the sports watch segment, we actually talk about a movie rather than a documentary, which we normally do, by the way. This time, the movie we're going to be talking about is King Richard, the rise of the Williams sisters and how important that message is. So that is something we're going to be talking about that on the show as well. All that and more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Mustafa Stormzy, his own it. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international and local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram live as well, man. They're keeping me company. Arib, Shayma, Mo, Omar, who's wearing a grey t-shirt at the hospital waiting for his results. If you guys are listening, look at the guy in the grey t-shirt who's supporting Pulse95 Radio. Habir, Kimo, uh, <laughs> Mustafa, of course. Omnia from Future Talk is also here on the room. I said Arib already. Um, and uh, Hanadi, Maria, uh, Ala, Yusuf, and of course Jalatia and Hassan as well. Thank you. And Amna and Bushra. Oh my God. And Ala. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning in. Right. Okay. So um, so here, here's a segment that is... is I don't know. I, I hope it helps someone out there, anyone that's listening at the moment now. One of the things I kind of struggled with um, throughout, not just as an athlete, but also afterwards as a coach, is weight loss. Now, it wasn't just weight loss that I learned. It was. It was more like fat loss because losing weight, you could lose muscle and tissue and water and all sorts of stuff. So for me, um, 
I felt sorry for myself after I had this shoulder injury, which required a lot of surgery, and then I wasn't able to move. And shout out to Maria uh, for you know getting me through that. It was it was awful, a very very dark time. Uh, for me especially being a coach you know you dedicate your life to helping people and you know helping people achieve goals etc etc and then all of a sudden you get an injury when you're in the middle of your goals now we all face challenges and one of the things i will say to you is i probably fell under that category where i started to feel sorry for myself and it was it was just awful you know i i I genuinely genuinely uh, for someone that's normally uplifting uh, my mood was very low so i'd set out to leave my ego at the door and seek help and I, I was seeking help from different avenues different parties and I I had a, a surgeon who obviously um, you know did the surgery on my shoulder I have a physiotherapist um, as well who, who you know oh, she's amazing Miffy's just on point so the surgeon was Dr. Landro he's someone that you know I was recommended very heavily shout out to Mufid for recommending me and then I had the physio was Miffy as well who has been by my side you know for the last 10 years uh, you know a sports therapist Toby Harris another person who we had to do all sorts of mobility stuff because I lost all the muscle in my upper body and I wasn't able to move a homeopathic doctor Dr. Sean Penny another legend in the game uh, nutrition coach you see you think I'm joking about this but genuinely had all these people in my team and I had to even though I'm in the industry I had to just kind of reset and just stop thinking about what if people think differently of me because I'm going to seek help and that was one of the best things I did because I had gained 10 kilos of pure fat in two months yes that is right and I was already trying to lose weight before that so I had blown up into a balloon uh, Michelin man more like and it was awful and um, you know uh, the nutrition coach Mark Doherty he he I went, to, I went to him for help. Um, I went on a meal plan. Shout out to Jeff Zorn who came on the show recently. And I set myself a goal. I sat down with my team and I set myself a goal to lose 10 kilos in, in 10 weeks. And I was doing that with steady uh, nutrition, training, recovery, resetting my environment, getting myself out of that mood that I was in, which took, that was probably one of the hardest things to do because it took me a while to snap out of it. I I could see all these people around me who I normally train with and I couldn't do it. I couldn't go back to my gym, RBO. I couldn't do that even because I wasn't mobile. I wasn't able to move. I couldn't even put a t-shirt on. You will laugh at that, but this is honest, honest to God, genuine truth. Maria had to help me with my t-shirt to put it on. Um, and then I'd had to put a, I had to put a brave face on and smile around the people that I have a responsibility to lift. So you could tell already the violins were out. I was feeling sorry for myself. I wasn't in a good place, and I went to seek help. And uh, my mental state was not in a good place either, and my mental fitness was depleted to say the least. So I went out, worked on it, trusted the process worked with all these different coaches, listened to what they had to say, even on the on the dark days where, for example, I wasn't progressing the way I did. And following last week's weigh-in, lost the first 10 kgs in 10 weeks, which is fantastic. I was so happy, but it doesn't end there. So anyone that is struggling with a challenge right now, realize the struggle is real and we are all in this together. And if I could help in any way, I will. Sometimes listening can go a long way. And this is one of the things where I dedicated this segment, the health and fitness segment, to tell you that you can achieve any goal you set. But the one thing you have to do is trust the process, 
Honestly, don't worry about going to see someone for help because if anything, that's the first indicator that you're doing something about it. Honestly, honest to God, I was worried having been in the industry for over 15 years, what people would think with an overweight coach coming to see them when, how did you let yourself go that far? That was a nightmare. You know, how important was the support system? My family was really important. All these coaches that I mentioned were super important in achieving the goals. And guess what? Sometimes you just need you know that goal to kind of get you out of it Ala, I know you mentioned that briefly earlier Ala's tuned in from Saudi and he was telling me the same thing he was like I, I, I need to listen to this segment hopefully this has helped you out uh, Mas'ud is asking how are you now are you fully recovered I think I'm, I'm on the I'm on the right track Mas'ud to be very honest I think I, you can't normally say you're fully recovered but I tend not to think about it I think the the ice baths have helped massively uh, the sports therapist, you know, we do cupping, we do, uh, we use the Gaston knife, we do uh, deep tissue massage. We, I mean, it's a, it's a lifestyle. Honestly, it's a commitment, full on commitment to try and get these things done. So I hope that's helped you guys. Um, another comment coming in. Sometimes it's really difficult to face those uncertain times, but eventually we are able to get through. That's how we become much better mentally and physically as well. This is from Masood in India, who uh, who's just dropped that message. Uh, Mustafa, very proud of you do. Uh, very proud of your doing. Omar, keep it going. Thank you, Mustafa. Thank you for your support as well at the gym. Uh, another comment. It is said, if today is meant to be perfect, then tomorrow there's no point of having tomorrow. We all have hardships, but indeed the hardships come easy. Perfect, Masoud. You said it for me, my man. What a way to end that segment. And we're going to take a quick break. Mustafa, I'm going to keep the tunes for you here. Some burner boy on the low. Shout out to everyone. Stay blessed, people, and keep shining. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, Come Everything Sport International Local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in and thank you very much for your comments following the first segment How I Lost 10 Kilos in 10 Weeks. Well, I mean, if you missed that episode or at least missed that segment, you can always catch all the episodes on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud if you like a podcast or head over to the YouTube channel and check out Pulse95 Radio. I had a great team. I had a great team and I had to trust people as well and had to leave my ego at the door. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> I smile about it now, but anyone that knows me knows that it was a challenge. I wasn't one to be around, that's for sure. Uh, question over here. What's up, Dino? How you doing? Um, Shema, really, uh, really commitment makes the difference. Well done. Keep going. Thank you, Shema. Really appreciate that. Uh, brother, how your reset dominoes help helped you to enhance your lifestyle? Let us know. Uh, honestly, to be very, very honest with you, Masoud, I had to, you know, um, I had to take Jim Quick's uh, advice. He said, we, "We all know what to do, but we don't always do what we know." And I was like, "Oh, that's just me all over." So I had to go into it. I had to get my nutrition right, which is why Jeff helped me with that. I had to get my training right, obviously RBO and and the environment there and the, the people that I train with. You know, shout out to Waleed as well, helping me as well. I had to get that right. Um, my surgeon, Dr. Landro, my physio, Miffy, my homeopathic doctor, Dr. Sean, 
uh, my, my sports therapist Toby uh, yeah just ev- everything I had to just and my environment I think my family my wife um, I just had to just switch up my mind and just really stay focused on what I needed to do and, and you know what be a little bit selfish as well uh, the goals have not finished now though there's a lot more to do and and you have to set yourself those goals sometimes just to kind of achieve that I miss you too Mahzouza <laughs> one of my female footballers uh, just jumped in on the Instagram live right okay so we normally do reviews sports reviews and actually sometimes people need that little motivation or even that little step up and and yesterday I got a chance to watch King Richard not if you've watched that before the rise of the Williams system but also how important King Richard uh, was in in their obviously evolution you know being two of the best tennis players and not just female but tennis players of all time uh, it's based on a true story and it's uh, it's a story about you know the father of Venus and Serena Williams I, I actually thought it could have been a show like it could have been 10 episodes a one time show rather than just a movie of two and a half hours because you know what there was so much more in there that you could have watched I thought that it was you know if it was an if it was a documentary then it would have been 10 hours worth of footage of really understanding you know the the mind of their mentor the person that drove them the believer so to speak of the William sisters the father was amazing the mother was amazing as well but King Richard maybe even looked at as delirious in the movie was someone who always believed and and made the comments self-talk self-affirmations was telling the sisters how they're going to be fantastic how venus you know rose to the occasion but how serena actually ended up being one of the greatest of all time anyone that knows about the sisters will will kind of relate to that it was um a good movie like I said, it could have been longer. It could have been longer if you like sports movies. Will Smith, you know, um, if you're a fan of Will Smith, you will love this movie. If you're not a fan of Will Smith, you might get a little bit of respect for him because obviously since some of his other movies haven't been, you know, blockbusters, like Ray uh, was a blockbuster, you know, when you saw that Ali was a blockbuster, you know, when Jamie Foxx was in there, uh, as Ray and when when Ali when Will Smith was Ali you see when you notify these these actors as the personality you really see a lot through them and I thought in this movie he was King Richard and at the end they show you King Richard the real King Richard and then you think wow what a great job Will Smith did as you know uh, as as the father and also you fall in love with the sisters you know the the determination so many key things in there have fun you know when you coach normally um a lot of the times you forget to have fun and and sport is supposed to be fun and sometimes when it gets so competitive you forget to have fun and so i really like the message in there of have fun to the kids when they were out there against some of the best in the world uh the coaches the Pete Sampras was in there McEnroe was in there so anyone that's a tennis fan will appreciate the rise of the Williams sisters I thought that was that was pretty cool very very not just a message for African culture I thought that was something that's very important we highlight that a lot on the show but also a message for female empowerment a message for just being a good person I think King Richard was a good person and I loved how Will Smith you know reflected on what King Richard did 
for his daughters, loving his daughters, being supportive, being a believer, try maybe turning down a few things. I don't want to burn it for you guys, but you got to watch it. Turning down a few things in the movie which make you think, no way, you can't do that. And yet, you know, the Williams sisters still, for anyone that knows, evolved to be some of the best tennis players on earth, let alone female tennis players. So I was I was very happy to see that. Definitely a good movie. Definitely worth watching. The reviews are pretty good as well. Uh, two-time Academy uh, Award nominee and National Treasure Will Smith lights up 2021 with the best sports drama of the year, is what they're saying here on the reviews. Rich, uh, King Richard is an immensely enjoyable and hard-hitting tale of a father hell-bent on helping his girls achieve their maximum potential and instilling in sports. I thought that was great. Um, I've got a question here from Safe. Do you feel like we will ever see another golden generation of sport? We have been spoiled over the 90s and 2000s with rising stars, people that changed their entire sport. That's a very good question. You know what, Dino? I'll tell you. Like, it's, it's, it's always about enjoying the present. We're always looking at... Like, it's, it's exactly like that with the classic whole Messi, you know, Ronaldo debate, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, you know, uh, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Tyson Fury... We're always looking ahead and I feel like we're all guilty of just not enjoying the qualities. Like, for example, now, you know, when we think of sport and you think of the golden generation, as you mentioned, when we're in it, we're all thinking, okay, but the person's going to lose. Okay. And something that Matt Marnie, I'm doing a meditation course at the moment now, and, and he's always saying our generations have kind of raised this negative bias where we remember the, the negative part of that incident. So, for example, let's say, uh, you know, Roberto Baggio, okay, Italian legend. Oh, but he missed the penalty, you know. Uh, Brazilian Ronaldo. Oh, yeah, but he lost the World Cup when he was sick. We don't think of how amazing these people were and uh, the amount of things they were doing. And anyone that watches sport, you know, you always see someone and you think, oh, wow, that person's just amazing. Even now, you know, we look at athletes and we, the people that are doing really well, for some reason, people want them to lose so the next person comes on. It is, it is one of those things, you know, but that's a, that's a great question. Um, sports has changed societies and had impact way beyond the playing field. Will it continue? Great question. Great question. I think it will continue, but I think we're going to shift our interests to different things the mentality behind these athletes what they project who their audience is you know what what are we looking for are we looking to be entertained is it substance over style is it results over the approach that someone puts forward there's so many factors here you know when we talk about coaches when we talk about players that sometimes even those who are very successful will still have one or two people say yeah but they're boring to watch or yeah, but I don't enjoy watching them even though they're successful and you want them to lose. So it really does come down to what we're looking for and how we judge things. Now more than ever, we're in a, in a society that's very like critical and very heavy on expectations. So let's enjoy the sport. I think that's the best way of saying it. <laughs> the best way of saying it. Uh, Mustafa is saying, every generation will have its own golden generation. Don't mention that penalty of Badger, please. Okay, I won't mention the Badger penalty. I'm done. I'm done. I won't mention that again. Take a quick break now. We'll be right back after the break, but I'll see you after this. Here's the tunes. Keep going on. Wizkid Mood. 
This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show. The Omar Adouri just hit my head on the microphone. <laughs> Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Uh, the, the question I was going to ask you guys actually today is, should athletes watch the sport they play to further the education? Dino is on the Instagram live and he said, if you don't study the competition, how can you measure yourself? Uh, I guess it's different. If you're a swimmer, it might be different. Yeah, you, I think also the timing. I think the timing we're at now with all the coaches and all the people, you know, Kareem Tayara, who's on the show the other day, match analyst. I mean, he's doing so much work that... Do the athletes just have to show up to a meeting and then everything's there and they can see it you know what I mean so I always think about it and I think about the athletes that reach the top who didn't like watching the sports that they were performing and wonder what kind of team they had if I look at you know the research here Andre Agassi tennis that guy eight time Grand Slam champion and widely regarded one of the finest fittest players of all time he, he hated it. He said, I play tennis for a living even though I hate tennis. I hate it with a dark and secret passion and always have. And you see how much success Andre Agassi in tennis had. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, Chris Eubank, boxing, you know, legend. He said, I hate boxing. You know, he said that, you know, that is in the build-up to the most notable fight against Nigel Benn. Eubank said, boxing is a mugs game. 99.99% of boxers get used and abused and disfigured. And Eubank was the WBO middleweight and super middleweight world champion at one time, going through 43 fights undefeated. You know, that's just an example of some of the athletes that didn't like the sport they play. And recently we've heard of athletes who don't enjoy watching their own sport. And maybe you could say that's because the time they're in, because of the technology and all that. Joe DiMaggio, baseball legend. Another one, you know, in his, uh, in, his, in his biography, said it was a way of making money. He didn't think of it as anything other than that. And as a young man, DiMaggio apparently had little motivation to play the sport. DiMaggio is not alone among MLB players. More recently, D. Gordon and Anthony Rendon expressed that they haven't always been huge baseball fans. And the list goes on. In basketball, Elena Del Don, uh, you know, she, she was someone in wrestling, Brock Lesnar, in football, Stephen Island. Uh, numerous boxers have come out and said, you know, they, they, they don't enjoy it. Bobby Zamora, I've met him personally, lovely guy. Uh, Gary Lockett in boxing. David Bentley in football. I was going to say soccer then, no chance. Um, Ronnie O'Sullivan in snooker. That's another thing, although I can, I can understand why snooker. It's quite a long game. But, <laughs> but yeah, that tells you. All the, the things that the question I'm asking you is, should athletes watch the sport they play? Uh, are we talking about the sport or watching the sport? I am, but confused about the question, to be honest. I'm, I'm saying that, for example, should an athlete from his sport watch 
the sport he plays in. Does that make sense? Uh, Safe is saying an example of superior mentality or is it like a job? Not everyone loves their jobs, but you still have to work. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. You might not necessarily love what you do, but you do it because it's work. But these guys are being paid so much to do something that a lot of people consider as fun. So that is my two cents on it. But what do you guys think? Text me on 4215, or do or slide up into my DMs at Omar Dury and let me know. We'll be right back after the break. Hey, just a bit of London vibe safe, just because I know you're on the Instagram live. Here's Bad Vibe, MO, Lotto Boys, and Mr. Easy. This is the halftime show. With Omar Paduri on all Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time! It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Adori. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international, local. Thank you very much for tuning in today what a Saturday it's been and not only that we've covered quite a few really really interesting things thank you also for your comments as well fantastic how I lost 10 kgs in 10 weeks is something I never will forget but like I said earlier on the show couldn't have done it without a team and also kind of leaving my ego at the door as well just being able to trust other people with my body with my mind and uh, and not feeling sorry for myself i think was the uh, moral of the story today we also spoke about king richard uh, the movie that is pretty much a blockbuster right now on venus and serena williams and also should athletes watch the sport they play to further their education because as we mentioned earlier today not all athletes watch sports, especially the ones they take part in, mainly because they try to divide the two. So what did you guys think of that? Let me know. Uh, remember, if you like our shows, please make sure you subscribe to Pulse95 Radio. We've got podcasts on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you prefer a visual, head over to the Pulse95 Radio YouTube channel. And we've got all of our shows there with some fantastic guests covering mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. That is full time on the Halftime Show. Thank you very much. Stay blessed, people, and have a fantastic Saturday. Come on, Arsenal. Let's beat the Newcastle. Here we go, folks. Take it easy, and I will see you soon. Take care. Peace and love. I'm out. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m. 